I'm Maria Menunos, and you're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. Hi, AfterBuzz TV secret celebrity drag race fans. I am here to talk to you about season one, episode four of Secret Celebrity Drag Race. I am your host, one, two, three, Jackie D. With me, as always, Jayla Rock. It sounded like you were like like on an offer me like a sale or something. Like, I'm here to talk to you today about converting. I but am. I'm talking. <laughs> and then I'm going to do your makeup. And this is how you do makeup on Secret Celebrity Drag Race. <laughs> yes, there you go. Just run around with your friends. <laughs> Mark J. Freeman. Hello, hello. And Ollie Drennan. Ollie Yay. is our Secret Celebrity. <gasps> oh, my gosh. I am. I didn't even know this. Oh, my gosh. Yay. <laughs> it's, he, he's our Clark Kent Secret Celebrity because oh, he's got his glasses on today. Yeah. I do like cosplay. I do like to cosplay. So, you know. I'm coming in and coming in fashion wise. Yes. Yeah. All the furries hit Ollie up. Ooh. <laughs> no. <laughs> this week, the secret celebrity is a furry. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, so, our secret celebrities this week were Madison Beer, who is a singer, uh, Haley Kyoko, who yes! is an actress and singer. I, know, I love her. I love her so much. And then Phoebe Robinson, who is from Two Dope Queens, yes. which she was the only one I, I knew, but um, I thought it was a, like another great group, really enthusiastic. Mm-hmm. The, the host, the, um, the, the drag race mentors, mentor, that's what I'm looking for. I don't know where my brain went. Um, were Monique, Vanjie, and Alyssa. Mm-hmm. I I loved this is just so random, but I I love Monique's entrance outfit. I thought it was so brown cast stunning. So there, I loved it. It was so She's on brand. Friend. Yeah. Um, what did you guys think of the episode, Mark? Um, I didn't know who any of them were. <gasps> oh, well, oh, that's tragic. That's tragic. I it was, it was probably my least favorite of all of them. Oh, I loved it. I think I just have a special connection with this episode because I love Haley Kyoko so much. I've seen her twice. I've met her. She's such a beautiful soul. And I feel like people need to like, like branch out, like listen to other people's music. Like a lot of people are like coming for like Haley and uh, Madison, like forget top 40. Like these are actually like, like Haley for instance is like such a phenomenal queer artist, especially for like going to her concerts. I see all these young queer kids, especially queer women. She's a queer woman of color. Like I love her and her music's amazing. So I totally shout her out. And like, I'm so happy that she, shared her story and she was being very vulnerable and I, I got emotional watching her experience on the show. Yeah. Um, now I'm a old Haley Kiyoko fan. I, she was in this group with Tinashe like long, 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 long time ago before they got super famous. And it was like her and like three other girls. And it was like, kind of like young Fifth Harmony before Fifth Harmony. <laughs> and Haley Kiyoko was a part of that group. And she was like known as like the rocker chick and she was a lot thinner than she is now, but she um had like this black like emo hair looking <laughs> cool like that. So I've always fell in love with her since she was, and seeing her like blossom into this full on like drag queen as mm-hmm. you show was so great. And I I know people who are in, heavily influenced by Haley Kilkin. So seeing her there and also Phoebe Robinson, my girl from Two Dove Queen, mm-hmm. like 
You know what I mean? And I didn't, I didn't uh, recognize Madison Beer. She's grown up on us. Like, like <laughs> oh, she's slated. It was a good well, group. I, I really liked the group. It was, it was great. <laughs> I just want to take a quick minute to thank all of our fans who are joining us live. J Squared 2020, uh, Chucky Chuck, J Zachary Ashman, um, Nouvelle Koss. Uh, Devin is the one. Thank you guys so much for joining us live. You could become fan of the week if you make a comment on iTunes with five stars or on YouTube with a thumbs up. Thank you guys so much. We love chatting with you every week. Um, so let's get into the mini challenge. I, I've been loving these mini challenges. I actually wish um, this one with the old showgirls. I actually wish that they had used this on the Drag Race episode this week. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Happy price, price line. Well, I did, I did find it um, cool to see like what they came up with as far as their headdresses. Um, I thought there's something really funny about you know having somebody be an like elderly showgirl. So I, I just thought this one was like a really funny challenge, and I, I, I kind of see maybe they were trying to tie this one in with the main episode. So what did you guys think of the mini challenge? <laughs> Everyone's like, no, I, no I, I was waiting for someone. To, I would, no shade. <laughs> I thought it was hilarious. I thought it was amazing. I, um, it was to show off their acting chops, I guess, and see how everybody interpreted the script was what made it more entertaining, I guess. Mm-hmm. And no, I agree. It was cute. It was because it's they're all performers, you know, so it was cool to just kind of like get them into like the spirit of things. Cause I feel like as much as like they're comfortable performing, you know, they don't really know about drag. So it was really cool. And even Madison beer, like she, like you see her as like this pretty girl. And like, you think that she wouldn't be like looking stupid. Cause she's like, you know, I I'm sure she, I don't really, I'm not too familiar with her. I like some of her music, but you know, I feel like she's gone through lots of like rumors about her and whatnot and like people coming for her. So it was nice to see her like be comfortable with looking like, you know, ugly and not being pretty, you know? So it was cool. It's cool. I like that everyone was so game for it. Mark, what did you think of the mini challenge? Um, I, I mean, it was it, I, it was cute. I just thought it was odd that they gave them a script to read. Like it just seemed like they'd never really done anything like that before. So I don't know why they didn't just have them improvise something. And I just thought that was really strange that they were all holding a piece of paper and reading from it. Yeah, it's. I know I, they I, had. I, like an audition like the cold uh, read isn't it called a cold read cold read like a, a like the showgirls auditioning for the part of the um that's what i got from it okay it no cute. i could definitely i could see that <laughs> i could see that that makes more sense um so we have uh phoebe wins the mini challenge and she was hilarious She's so funny. And so um, I, I just found her to be so funny. She picks Alyssa. Um, 
she assigns Monique to Madison and then Vanjie to Haley. And then she picks her drag name is Coco Tini, which I thought was like the cutest. Like, I thought it was like the most fun name of the week. Um, mm -hmm. And she talks about how hard it is to be a woman in comedy. And I thought it's really relevant right now because, uh, you know, it's like you have people like Louis C.K., like stories where it's like these old, these like older male comedians like preying on younger women. And um, so many times you hear, like I hear this all the time where they're like, women are funny, women are funny. And I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. Like, you know, you look at, you look at the history of, you look at someone like Joan Rivers, who was in comedy for forever, and then and you're like, women aren't funny. You know, it it really bothers me, and it was really nice to hear her um, use this platform to explain all of the struggles that she's had to deal with. You know, to get to get to this point, to get her own show, um, which I really appreciated. And then Haley kind of had a, a parallel story talking about. Um, her struggles with growing up gay and how um, she thought this show might help her get in touch with her feminine side. Um, because a lot of times, you know, it, with, uh, with gay women, it's like you also have this preconceived notion of, well, oh, there's got to be like a butch one and a, a non-butchy one or something like that. And so I... I thought this was a cool way of kind of like twisting that on its head where it's like, no, she can, you can be glam. You can be whatever you want, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, I really liked her story with like Vanjie cause even Vanjie got emotional and it's like femininity is just about being yourself and being comfortable. And it's just about being who you are at the end of the day, I feel like. And even like Vanjie's like, I'm not trying to make her be anything. I, I'm just, I want her to be her basically. That was like the whole goal. And I just like, I love like Vanjie, you had to pick Vanjie. If like, who would you guys pick? Would you pick Vanjie, Alyssa or uh, Monique? Like Vanjie, like it, as soon as you get Vanjie, you're going to win this, this freaking competition. I feel like. I don't know. For me, it'd be like a heart rend <laughs> between like Vanjie and Monique. Because right. I, I both find them so funny and so iconic and so amazing that it would, that would be just hard for me. I, I would have to be assigned a person because I couldn't <laughs> choose. Monique, just say Monique. Monique. Yeah. Monique. <laughs> Monique, I have to go with Vanjie. That's hard. Like, sorry, Alyssa, but it's it's either uh, Vanjie or Monique. I don't know. I the the thing with Alyssa as a mentor is Alyssa as a mentor is like Alyssa trying to do the Alyssa show a little bit. So um, that's the only thing where. I would find her a little bit distracting as the mentor because it seems like the people who like her are trying to like, do, like play into the whole Alyssa thing with the tongue pops and everything. So I, I feel like to get Alyssa, you'd have to be a true Alyssa fan. We didn't really get to see, like we didn't, when she, cause she's a mentor on her Netflix show, Dancing Queen. And we get to see Alyssa stripped away from the character and like the actual direction. So maybe we didn't see Alyssa doing the actual mentoring, but we always saw Alyssa tongue popping because that's all we got on camera. Maybe that, I mean, maybe that's something to think about for them for future celebrity episodes because they 
you do have these moments um, between some of the queens and their mentors, but maybe getting like they have these brief like conversations where they're sitting on the couch or whatever, but maybe like bringing in more of that. Um, I don't know. I feel like you could bring in more of that and then get rid of the like your random sister's uncle comes to see you backstage part because that part is like the least appealing part to me because I'm like, oh, I just want to see them interact with the queens more. Oh, you have a FaceTime call or like the FaceTime call, which is like not as effective. <laughs> it's like, hey. Yeah. And maybe that has to do with it's like they pick these celebrities because of their, not just because like, oh, people like them, but because they feel that they would be appealing in the storyline. Mm-hmm. Whereas like when you bring in somebody who somebody's like, girlfriend mother aunt sister they are not necessarily as entertaining as the person who is the actual celebrity or as the drag queens so every there's been a couple people who have come backstage that have been entertaining but most of them are just like oh yay i love you and i'm like "Eh, yeah no that does anything for me it was pretty cool to see whitney coming she like was there like she came in so that was pretty cool like wow that was like the the first famous person i feel like that we saw like come back at stage was pretty cool yeah no, that was cool. That I don't think, cool. yeah, I don't think she's ever been in, like, any, uh, she hasn't been, like, a guest judge on Drag Race, right? I don't remember. I, well, she, she she should. Like, I totally see should. her. Yeah, she'd be great. She'd be a great mentor. She is. For, or like, maybe a, next season be for, like Yeah, for, like, a challenge or something. Yeah. Um, well, that's how it works. You come on, show good face, you get invited well, back. Yeah. yeah, we saw her, me and Mark saw her at, um, AJ and the Queen premiere. She walked the carpet. Aww. So she, she must have like a good relationship with Rue or something, you know, good connection. So we'll see. Well, uh, Madison's charity was the Trevor Project. Phoebe's charity was Project Red, the, the AIDS uh, foundation. And then Haley's was Planned Parenthood. I also like seeing... Um, which which charities these people pick because it kind of shows like what what's close to their heart and and what they're thinking about and um even though this episode i knew all the charities some of the charities that have come up before i i didn't necessarily know so i think that's also good for the charities to get some um some screen time and maybe Mm -hmm. some people interested in them Mm -hmm. um so do you guys have any thoughts about you know the interactions backstage between like the queen, the celebrities and their mentors. Um. I loved the, cause you know how Jackie, you like the uh, behind the scenes when they're on stage practicing or routine whatnot. I loved how they all were like a mess in the beginning and they the mentors were just kind of looking at them like, none of them could walk any heels. I got nervous too. I was like, Oh hey, no, this is going to be a mess. But I mean, now they, they were able to walk in heels at the end of the episode. So that was really cool. I feel like it was one of those things where they cut out a lot of, what's your name again? <laughs> or nice <laughs> type things. <laughs> Mark, what did, what did you think of the, of the behind the scenes? I had a really, I just, I just, I'll be honest, I had a very hard time watching this episode. I just, I had no, because I didn't really know anybody, I just, generally was kept really having to make myself watch and pay attention because I was just, I didn't, I didn't know who anybody was. It wasn't until they started performing when, um, 
Haley jumped out and I was like, oh shit. She, she's, mm-hmm. she like, I mean, she hands down deserved the win. Like mm-hmm. she nailed it in the competition. She nailed it on the runway and she nailed it in the lip sync for your life. So there was no doubt that she was going to win that. Um, but before that, I just really, I had a hard time with this one. I had a really hard time. I loved it. <laughs> I loved it because I feel like I was, that was me for the first episode. Cause I didn't really know anyone, but it, once you kind of get past all of that, it's kind of just kind of like figuring out, getting to know them. It takes a while. So like the first episode, I was kind of like, eh, I don't know about this, but at the second half is where it really gets you. So I can, I relate to that, that sentiment. Where's Jayla? Yeah. Did she leave? Jayla! <laughs> I think it might also matter like which challenge they pick because even though they're picking fan favorite challenges, um, the girl group one, there's not as much to it when you have only three when you, instead of like in other ones where you feel like you're like comparing the different girl groups and there's some kind of like, the the exciting thing to me about the other girl group episodes are um, are some of the, the backstage decision-making that goes into like the songs and what is our name gonna be? And like, what what is our image gonna be? Cause usually the queens for the girl group episode, they pick like a name and they pick a, a certain look. Whereas in the celebrity episode, they're just given this name Dragzilla and then they're given these outfits. And it was entertaining to watch, but I think that um, part of the appeal for, for the, in normal drag race is like seeing the queens, what they come up with for mm-hmm. that. So I do see where Mark, where you're saying like, even if, maybe even if you knew somebody, but they had set it up more where they had come up with the idea, it might be more interesting. Yeah. You know, whereas here you're just kind of like, all you see is the finished product. Mm-hmm. Right. I kind of, it was almost like a missed opportunity. I kind of want, since like there's two of, two of them are singers, one's a comedian. I kind of actually didn't want to see them lip sync. I wanted them to actually like sing a song or something rather than lip syncing from Alyssa and Banji and Monique. Like I thought this was a missed opportunity. Like, come on, let Haley and Madison sing, you know, like. I thought that was so odd too. Right? Yeah. I'm glad I'm not. Yeah. I'm like, I'm glad I'm yeah. not the only one that, that felt that way. Like just, cause that's a chat that was, that's been a challenge on Drag Race too. Like the actual singing, I think like, season six they did like a singing challenge with the door and courtney so i feel like they could have done it here yeah i thought well you know um not necessarily live singing but i did think when you come when you say at least two of these people are singers that there was going to be some sort of like writing and recording element again yeah you guys know that i love to see those those yeah. moments but still like seeing what somebody might come up with I, and I think that's what was fun about the Snatch Game episode was that you saw people choose their Snatch Game character. And they, even though um, I, I, uh, I didn't know any of those guys in that episode, it was fun to me to see them like this, I'm this character and this is like the jokes I'm picking. Whereas mm-hmm. in this one, it's like, well, you're not really getting to, they're not really getting to pick their character and they're not, getting to like do any sort of singing so i don't know it felt um it felt a little as much as i enjoyed the actual final number it felt a little bit more manufactured and i yeah um having only known one of them i kind of thought it would give us more if they had done that it would have given us more insight 
into these celebrities because you mm-hmm. have to assume that when you're doing these episodes that part of the reason you're doing them is to inter- not is to like cross brand to introduce new fans to them and introduce that like their fans to drag race right you got to set it up on two ways it's like yeah you're picking the best of you're picking the best uh challenges from drag race but you also want to like you also want to bring us in to be their fans too if we weren't aware right. of them before yeah i think this is what this they're really testing the waters with this show because this is at the end of the day this is like a huge collaboration uh you know like because I, I see comments from like the the celebrities like they're posting it on their social media and then it's like you'll see fans comment like oh i don't watch this but i have to now you know so it is very smart it's a it's a good it, you know rue and the producers are very smart and i think i'm sure we'll get another season like another four episodes because it seems like it's taken off it's honestly like i liked it i like this episode better than this week's episode of drag race like i was honestly bored of this week's drag because we know what's gonna happen and it just was so predictable whereas this is a little bit more secret you know as we keep saying the secret celebrity so i don't know i was bored of actual drag race this week this is something i just want it spaced out i think you know not just three hours of drag race but. What did you guys think of the the runway and the names they picked? Mark, did you have? Uh, I actually thought this was like one of my favorite runways on Celebrity Drag Race uh, because they're transformation. They seem to really transform. They really transform. So, um, thoughts on the runway? Um, I mean, I thought I, I thought Haley's was the best. I just when mm-hmm. she came around the corner, I thought it's Haley, right? I'm saying, yeah, right, yeah, mm-hmm. um, and. Uh, I just, it was, it was cute. It was, I mean, that's the kind of drag I like. So, um, and Madison, it's, I mean, you made a pretty girl into a pretty girl. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. I knew it. I knew it, but I agree. It's like, she looked beautiful. She, it did it. I feel like she needed to be more drag. Like I wanted more makeup on her or something. She's, uh-huh. she's beautiful, like without makeup. Uh, but yeah, it wasn't as exciting as a transformation like Haley, you know, like I, I'm also biased cause I'm such a huge fan of Haley. So yeah, but it was a really good runway, nonetheless. I agree, Jackie. Yeah, I I just love it when there are campy outfits. So I, I think I appreciated like the campiness and how the I don't know if they got to pick out their outfits, but yeah, I, I, I felt like like I felt like the outfits meant something to them. So I felt like maybe they had some input because like Phoebe had this like cool like New Yorker kind of thing and the taxi. Uh, I love that. Yeah, and so that that's always fun to me to see something that you is unique, but like it might be meaningful for that person. Yeah. Um, I had another thought and totally escaped my mind. Um, Welcome to my life, Jackie. I know. <laughs> Welcome to quarantine or quarantine. Yeah. Um, what did you guys think of, Oh, I know what I was going to say. When they were um, when they were doing their makeup, I always find it so. I, like I was joking in the beginning of this episode, I find it so funny because like it really seems like the queens aren't doing their makeup because nobody does. They're like everybody's just doing this. <laughs> it, it's like they're just like finishing touches. Um, I know it's it's kind of like it, this one. So they they show their makeup like their first makeup like reveal before they go into the girl group and not knowing what the outfits were for the girl group and seeing just the makeup um I was like 
I'm not, I don't like some of this makeup. And then when I saw like all of the outfits together with the hair, with the ensembles, I was like, oh, this makes more sense. And this I is why like I tell it. people that you don't, because people say, oh, I want to see you get ready. No, you don't. Because it doesn't look good until it's all put together. Trust me. I don't want to see it. And um, we're still, we still have like Mayhem, Chanel, and uh, Layla. Layla, yeah, Layla, they're doing the makeup still, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, Layla, Layla did Haley, oh. uh, Mayhem did Phoebe, and Chanel did Madison. Oh, that makes so sense. Like, that makes total sense. Yeah. That is, a, it's cool because they are, I saw the clip of Layla coming out. And so that's cool that they're giving like more spotlight, but I want that in the actual episode. I feel like that should be in the episode. I don't know. Cause not everyone's going to see that. Like not everyone, it, like if you think about it, not everyone has social media. So they're not going to be like seeing these clips of, you know, mayhem and Chanel and Layla coming out and giving their, they're getting credit regardless, but it's, it, I would like to see that in the episode, you know? Personally. I do also think though too, because it's like, you know, I, I understand that they want to, they want to put up this, facade maybe in the episode of oh these drag queens are the mentors so they're doing everything mm -hmm. but someone who's in their full expensive drag outfit is not going to be sitting down and doing your makeup it just like logistically does not make sense so I almost wish in, in that like they would be a little bit more honest with the viewers to be like look like this is what it takes to get into drag because we're in an episode where they have to teach these celebrities how to do drag anyway. It, it might behoove them to be a little bit more honest with the audience too and do it more tutorial based than just like, oh yeah, you would have a fully made up drag queen in her like really expensive outfit then putting on your makeup for like hours. Like that just doesn't make sense. That is very true. I forget that. I'm like, oh yeah, like there's no way Alyssa's doing this or like Monique when they're amazing, beautiful outfits. They like never look better. So of course they're not gonna get their hands dirty. They have nails on, you know? So it, it makes a lot of sense. <laughs> and then we had the lip sync uh, to California Girls. I thought, I thought this was a really fun lip sync, but I do, I think... Mark, was it you who said Haley one hands down? Or like, I agree with whoever said that because yeah. I, I feel like with with the whole, um, when you put together the whole episode and the lip sync together, it, it was, it seemed very clear to me. Mm -hmm. I, just, I, I remember watching it and going, saying out loud to who I was watching with and going, Is, isn't Madison supposed to be a singer? And they were like, yeah. And I was like, you'd never know it from the way that she's, performing on stage i mean for either <laughs> where's your where's your shade button <laughs> where is it <laughs> madison has great songs but I, I, think, I don't know her so i don't you know i can't but she it. is it, it is hard because i think she is very image conscious conscious and she is kind of like an influencer like if you see her like on like social media she She's very, I don't know, she's, her demeanor is very calm too. So I think she struggled for sure. Um, and, and like Haley, so, Haley's so, shows, please go see a Haley, not right now because of Corona, but like her shows are awesome. You know, she influenced, she's influenced by like pop and, and sync. And so like, this was her challenge for sure. So you would, you, you're, you're saying to me that um, number of followers does not equal talent? <laughs> Trust me, unfortunately, 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 unfortunately. <laughs> Ollie, 
There are there are there are influencers with thousands of followers. I'm done for some for some reason for some reason, and they're not that talented. But we follow them for some reason, and we like them. And I don't I don't really agree with it, but you know, but Madison has some great pops. Check her out. the thing for me about Madison that I, I actually do agree with you, Mark, where it seemed like she was like uncomfortable on stage almost, um, which was strange because she w- kept saying how big of a drag race fan she is. And, um, you know, maybe getting into that room, she felt like intimidated or something like that. And then that got into her head. But I almost wish that would have been like a storyline of hers because Otherwise, when you're a big drag race fan like that, you it's like, you can't tell me you didn't like pre-think of like, what would I do in this challenge? What would I do in that challenge? And like, I need to press I mean, myself to go ball. Drag out, race queens know? don't do that. Why would they? <laughs> Remember Dustin? Dustin from uh, Shit's Creek. Yeah. He came Brilliant. in with, he came came in with like 20 different names. He was thinking that's a true fan. Yeah. So it, it was a bummer to see like Madison kind of, she was like a little bit of a snooze fest, I will say like in this episode. Yeah. Like she's beautiful to look at, she's gorgeous. Can't say that enough. It. But like she, her, her storyline was that I'm a fan and my grandpa's gay, which is really interesting. It's a, that's yeah. like a whole topic in itself, but like we didn't get a whole lot from her, unfortunately. I don't yeah. want to belittle like her journey I, all i'm saying is that it it does seem like she was intimidated by being there and like they didn't give well, us that story i also think too and and ali you might be able to attest to this because i don't know how when when i put you in drag you know i think a lot of people when they are there's a difference like i mean ali goes out you go out and you have a painted face and you're in you know like club clothes and stuff like that that's a little different than getting in the heels and the hip pads and the corset and the wig and the nails. And the, there's a big difference between the two. And I think that people don't realize that. I like, I say every Halloween people come to me and they're like, Oh, I want to do drag. Can you help me? Da, da, da. And I'm like, get ready to be in pain, get ready to spend a shit ton of money. And it's going to be not exact. It's not going to be what you expect it to be. And I, it's, it's easy, you know, we talk about this all the time. It's so easy for people to sit in their living rooms and judge and talk about these people. I think it's so different when you actually do it. So if you have a strong opinion about somebody and the way that they do their drag, I need you to go out and do it better and show me. Okay, you know here, I mean? I'm going, so I'm going. <laughs> I think Madison, that was her thing, is I think she wasn't expecting it to be as much as it was and there's a lot to it it's not just put on a pretty face it's not you know as great as it is that they have instagram followers and you can use a filter and get rid of your makeup errors ultimately you got to leave the house was that what did you just shade me (laughs) (laughs) and it always looks perfect you forgot no breakouts you forgot to add breakouts i i I get those breakouts out of my pictures Uh, any last thoughts before we go to fan of the week and quote of the week? I'm so proud of Haley Kyoko. I was so excited. Aww. Just, I'm really happy for her journey. And she raised 30,000 for, you know, Planned Parenthood. Planned Parenthood. That's, that's that awesome. She's, she's yeah. like such a huge, great voice for women right now. And I feel like people, it's like, I, it hurts me when people are like, who are these people? Like Haley's awesome. What she does for the community, not just like the queer community, like every, like women and just everyone. So I think she's just really 
a great inclusive space and I feel like people need to go listen to her, then I digress. She's awesome. Well, fans of the week. Fans of the week are, and again, I, I'm sorry if I mispronounce your name, Asa Abraham Algolnik. Uh, it's a very alliterative name, which I appreciated. And then Brian Hobgood, you guys are the fans of the week. Um, this is our last episode of Ce Secret Celebrity Drag Race. But if you check out our regular Drag Race episode, keep commenting uh, and you could be fan of the week. <laughs> yep. Mark, what's your quote of the week? Uh, my quote of the week <laughs> goes to Miss Monique Hart. I think it was Haley at, in the mini challenge when they were doing their own makeup. And she's, she was putting this, the marks on her face, like to do her, her makeup and they cut to Monique and she says, ooh, that's tribal. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, and a quick mention, when on day two of this, Monique Hart's look in those green pants was probably the best Monique Hart has ever looked. I thought that outfit she was wearing was absolutely beautiful beautiful it was a great love, yeah it was a great group of like i love this this particular group the colorful of top and then the green pants oh and the braids oh it was perfection perfection it is fun seeing the queens come back and your favorite queens and seeing what they're wearing and seeing the queens in an environment where they're where they don't have to be competitive i mean they have to be competitive in the sense that they're a mentor but it's not it's not like you know seeing the queens like trying to compete on all stars or something like that so it was nice seeing them uh seeing some of our favorite queens in a mentor capacity and it was nice and it was nice to see one of those mentors step up be better than they were before <laughs> who Alyssa? are you talking about Alyssa? Oh, monique the monique oh. looked that monique oh, her came looks. back better than before Monique's always been amazing though. I love her. No, I love her. No, I'm, I'm, it's it's who I'm not referring to that you should be picking up on, not who I am referring to. Okay, well we have, couple, <laughs> like, we have a couple more minutes. Um and I just wanna take a quick moment to talk about Drag Race Canada. They a lot of you guys sent us the videos for the Drag Race Canada contestants. Um they all look really great. You know what's funny is to me, I was like also equally excited to kind of see the judge panel fleshed out because mm. I was curious, this is like, Rue's not going to be on this panel, um, but Rue was on the panel, Rue and Michelle were on the UK panel uh, and knowing they weren't going to be on this panel, we knew it was Brooklyn Heights, mm -hmm. um, but they have Jeffrey Bower Chapman and Stacey McKenzie. Um, and I think it looks like a really strong panel too. So mm -hmm. I was excited about seeing that as well. Mark, what were your thoughts? Uh, just in general? Yeah. Um, I didn't, I didn't, I looked at the queens and the, and the names and stuff. I didn't really delve into if there's a meet the queens or anything like that. Um, it'll be interesting. It'll mm -hmm. be interesting. Um, I, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, my, my concern is, I mean, I liked Thailand. Like what I saw from Thailand. Um, I think I saw the first first season or se first season. I think I saw the first season of Thailand. Um, it, it'll be, I, I think I just got to see it to kind of, I, I, you know, you just never know with the spinoffs. You just never know. 
It'll be exciting. I'm just a little annoyed. You know, I love Drag Race, but it's going to be happening like midway through like All Stars, I believe, or something. Yeah, it's in July. So that kind of second. So it's kind of like I want them spaced out. Just more after shows, maybe possibly, but um. That, that's the only downside I think is just I, I you know you want drag race like year round not like on stacked on top of each other so it's a little frustrating but I'm excited it's gonna be interesting seeing you know Brooklyn it's kind of like there's no singular host or like like you know how Rue's like the the, the headlines they're, they're they're all the trio is just kind of like all hosting and I'm excited for Stacey McKenzie personally because she was on top model and she's so freaking awesome she's a model herself so I'm excited to see like what she has to bring to the competition or like as a judge in the competition. I do think though, like I agree with you as far as like the fatigue, because like usually when you have what, what drag races is, is a format. It's something, it's like a travelable show. You can put it into different countries. Um, usually when you have a format, you're not really expecting that the core fans in one country are then going to necessarily translate to the core fans in another country. And it's funny to see that now, like the next iteration was Canada, where I, I understand they had, like they would have a big drag race audience and it's, it's like great, but the American fans would be interested in a Canadian show because it's so close to our, like our culture. Right. So then, so then putting it like in the middle of all stars is like it it is asking a lot of the fans whereas like maybe maybe if it was in a different country we might not be as invested in seeing it live because um of the time difference or or something like that but a lot of us are on the same time zone where they're going to be airing it in canada so um if they were going to do a different format i almost wish that they would have spaced it out yeah it just is it is it um is it like our drag race that comes out once a week or is it like on a netflix where they put out the whole season Ooh, good question. Uh, do we don't know, know that it just says 10 episodes it'll probably be like week go by week you know okay i was just i was just curious it just it also just sucks because it, it's like all of these queens like we want to support them and it sucks that they're constantly battling for like a not attention. What's the word I'm trying to look for? Um, but like, like clearly this season winner of drag race, like season 12, they're, they're crowned and like, okay, let's go to all stars. You want the the winners and the, the Queens, all of the Queens to kind of get that, that the attention that they deserve and not just kind of like, the, yeah. Yeah. Like their, skip their moment in time. Yeah. And yeah. it's just, especially with COVID-19, like they're just getting wrecked, you know? So it's just like constantly fighting for the spotlight, which also is another issue. I think that's a little frustrating to swallow. <laughs> swallow <laughs> well on that note you can find me at 123 Jackie B on all platforms you can find Jayla at uh, who, I think it's, who is Jayla Rocks um, I, I'm actually looking up her thing just to make sure Mark where can the people find you uh, you can find me on the Instagram and the Twitter at the Mark J Freeman and Ollie yeah. where can the people find you I'm Ollie. Follow me uh, at Ollie Dreamer on Twitter and Instagram. And thank you, Lorraine, for sending us those beautiful letters and the I yes. kiss Lorraine pins. They're amazing. You're very welcome. You're very we- welcome. Thank so, you. So uh, Jayla is who is Jayla Rocks with two X's, three if you're nasty. <laughs> we'll see you guys next week for the Drag Race finale. <gasps> yeah. No, reunion first. Reunion, reunion first. first, then finale. <laughs> yeah.
Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.